10 Did seconds. Did you smoke weed before this, no, Sam? No, Be honest no, with I, me. I've never smoked, I've never smoked in the morning. You'd know, my eyes get very red. Oh, that's no. true, that's true. No, if I, if I had smoked weed, I'd be like, just like quiet and like looking around confused and scared and i'd be like <laughs> if this goes well oh, this i'm down scared. to do a stoned episode though i'm so down we should <laughs> i'm so down can you imagine we just like light up but in here it's like i've actually never done weed so you've if, never if, done weed? if you do that okay i don't know if, you, if your first time doing weed should be like i don't know if that's the best idea <laughs> No, okay, because genuinely, it, it would be either the best or the worst episode. It could, like, there is a possibility that episode would suck. Yeah. Maybe it wouldn't, though. I, I would be interested to, 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 to test it out. Yeah. I'd be if, this, if this gets 100,000 views. If, the, if, this, gets, if this gets 100,000 views, <laughs> next episode, I'll be stoned out of my mind. Yeah, and then I'll, I'll be right there with you. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be right there with you, going, to, going alongside me. <laughs> And I wake in the morning and I step outside and I take a deep breath and I don't know why. Can I flirt with the camera? You can flirt with the camera. <laughs> Practice with the camera. Are you practicing for your date with the camera? <laughs> for my date with the camera? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, here's the thing, we're going to go to karaoke, so she's going to discover the real me wait, real quick. You're going to karaoke with her? Yeah. Just like buy, wait, okay, in like a room? Just buy no, the, no, just no, the two no, of no, you? No, or no, like, no, 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 a bar, a bar, karaoke public, bar. Public, public oh, karaoke. I don't okay. like the small one, but you've seen me at karaoke, have you? Yeah. Sam, do you not remember the time we went to karaoke together and you were on top of the couches and I was with you? Oh, but that was private karaoke. Yeah, that was private Have karaoke. Have you seen me in public in like the... No. That, I, you know what? I go no. harder. Why? We go harder? What I, do you mean you go harder? You already went Because there's an audience hard. there. There's an audience there. People say like they don't they don't like public karaoke because it's embarrassing for me. It's like I'm I'm doing it for them, you know? But that's You're the thing. doing it for the people. I'm doing it for... Yeah, I don't do karaoke for me. I do it for, <laughs> I do it for the audience. You're a true influencer. <laughs> I'm a true influencer that has no following. Although... <laughs> I, I did I did I did think of, come up with this video idea that I actually think I might do where I go I, I go uh, raiding toilets in LA. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. That, wait, that actually yeah, is genuinely I just useful. Go around LA like fast food chains, fancy restaurants, office buildings, whatever, and just raid the, the rate the toilet experience. You literally need to do that because number one, <laughs> that is actually useful information for people like me who always have to pee on <laughs> like every ten minutes because I'm four eleven. Like okay. I'm so tiny, like <laughs> You to empty it out immediately. Oh god! Exactly, and I am always looking for a place to pee, okay. and I never know where there's a place to I, pee. I, there needs to be an app for that. There an needs app, to be an there, app. <laughs> raid my toilet. Oh my! That raid my toilet. They would just come up with the best. Like, and it's like you have to poop in public. And it's like, what is the best app? The best? Because sometimes literally. Sometimes you go to McDonald's and the toilets are actually so clean, and you're like, wow. This McDonald's really cares about their hygiene. And sometimes you go to an office building and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe this toilet. Like, you don't know. It's Also, when you have to like shit, you don't want to like shit somewhere that's like super public. Like you don't go shit oh. in the club. You know what I mean? The, you throw up yo, in the club, but you don't you, you, shit yeah, in the no, club. I'd much rather you know throw up I mean? in a club than shit in a club. Yeah. And there's like two, there's like different types of toilets. You know what I hate? I don't, I don't know why we decided as a society that it's acceptable for public toilets to have like so many opening gaps for people to like <laughs> look in or like whatever. It's like... Why can't why can't the doors at toilets be like floor to ceiling? Oh my god! Why not? But why not? But you know what? They are in bougie ones. So if yeah. we have that like raid the, app, the toilet the app, or yeah, that can be or one of the filters. Is it floor to ceiling? Floor to ceiling. Exactly. I don't, I don't even 
care about how clean it is as long as it's like a floor as long as it's private yeah no we're changing offices yes. my biggest fear is the toilet like because <laughs> i love the toilets are at our office i love they're so private I, i'd rather poop there than in my own house <laughs> <laughs> any day of the week uh, please tell me all that was recording Wait, later we have to do our handshake, or should we start with our handshake? Do you want to start now? with a handshake? Wait, How do we do, do it? How do I? Like, we just, have a handshake. Do I have to go past the microphone for that? How are we gonna do that? You're kind of um, far away. Yeah, you're far away. Like, can we? Yeah. yeah. Okay, wait. Wait, how do we? Wait, I have to put my rings down. This is this is important. This goes for this is goes out for you, mom. This is. If anyone recognizes where this handshake is from, I love you. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Ready? Wait, wait, how do we hug? Yeah. Wait, we have to hug in this. So, like, how do we? <laughs> how do we? <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll have to play it by ear. Okay. okay. <laughs> this. Is, oh, wait, wait. My shirt's gonna fall. Like, what if that's like the clickbait title? Like. <laughs> My shirt fell from my coworker. Hold on now. Record it. Beautiful. I'm so proud of it. And first try. People are gonna think we actually usually get it on the first try now. Oh, that's true. And also, that was not a retake. That was like genuinely the that first try. That was genuinely try. first try. That was genuinely the first mm, try. There we go. Noli, I just want you to know before we start this, I have one, <laughs> one single objective. I want to get you canceled. In this one hour, if I get you canceled, I will have succeeded. Why would you do that? <laughs> it's chaotic energy. Because I never want to be on a podcast again. I told myself I would never do it. But then I, now I'm here, so I got to follow through. But you literally said right before this podcast <laughs> that you would come on to this podcast I would again. Do, I would do it if again. If we get like 100,000 views and you would be sewn and I would be right there with yes, you. Yes, I, I double down. If any, if uh, there's a single moment of the, in this podcast that goes viral over 100,000 views, I'll come again stoned out of my mind. You have to be sober though, because we can't both be stoned for that. And Oh, okay. Okay, if, that's fine with me. We can do that. It's going to be either the best or the worst episode that has ever been made. Shout out to our audio engineer. His name's Oscar. Well, I wonder if he'll be stoned too. Can we can all be stoned. No! He's shaking his head no. God, He's no. literally shaking his head no. You're lost. You're lost. We could have been stoner bodies. And he <laughs> ruined it. You ruined it. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I, I like legit have to cough. Give me a second. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> 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 And it'll never happen. I hope and it happens. This whole episode is just going to be straight up <laughs> chaos. Welcome, everybody, to Meet Me in the Back. Today we have Sam. Sam me. is a <laughs> one of my favorite people in the whole entire world. He is a superstar video editor for... Some of the social media stars, celebrities, and big brands that you know. So, for instance, I'm just going to flex a few names for him while he does this interpretive dance that is so graceful and beautiful because he is the epitome of grace and beauty. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. <laughs> 
No, that was full the improvised. little shake. It's was... all been improvised. It's a full improvised, da- improvised dance, 100%. A thousand percent. And for audio listeners, my dance is beautiful. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> In case you're wondering. But this is actually on Spotify, a video podcast, so... You will be able to see this in video form and his dancing in video form if you watch this on Spotify and YouTube. And also just an actual plug um, for the algorithm. Please follow, subscribe, like, Do it. comment, Do it. share. Gotta. It really helps with you the gotta. reach. It's for the children. It's <laughs> it's for the children. It's for the children. It's for the children. For the children. <laughs> They need this. We all do. Let's be real. No, but but actually, though, a lot of kids right now want to become YouTubers, mm. and you are literally the uh, video editor for, for a, YouTubers. a bunch of YouTubers. Yeah, yeah. Can uh, you can you flex some of the names that you? Can I flex some of the names? Yeah, I mean, there's like three basically. It's uh, the Try Guys are the ones I'm the most proud of because I I actually admired them for the longest time, and then I got to edit for them, which was insane. Then Julius Dean, some people might recognize from Facebook, uh, a magician. I lived with him in an influencer house actually. And then MNJ TV, the OG boss I've ever worked for, the main guy. I love him. MNJ, hi Mikey, I miss you. Uh, my goal on this podcast is to get you canceled now. <laughs> That's easy. That's easy. I, I say, here's the thing. My, my my mouth speaks before my brain says anything. So, like, things just come out. If I say something super bad, can you cut it? No. no. <laughs> you, I have full control I over see, this podcast. I, I, yeah, yeah. I saw in your I said that and your eyes were like, I'm going to destroy you, bitch. Your eyes said everything. Oh, my God. All right. I'm willing to be, ca- for this podcast, I'm willing to be, to get canceled. Oh, my gosh. I would you, never Noelle. cancel you. <laughs> Thank you. No, that's so nice. Yeah. No, but actually, I would. I would cancel you, though. No, uh, <laughs> I would. So, okay, I, I have to preface this. So mm-hmm. Sam and I know each other because we both work for Gary V's advertising agency. And we both were on a condom brand. <laughs> and I'm not sure if I can, like, legally say this. So I might bleep the name out right now. So editing Noelle, do your thing. But, like, the brand is eh. And the very first mm-hmm. <laughs> video I ever filmed with you you came over to my apartment this is how it sounds so bad. Yo, oh my god <laughs> no he came over to my apartment. this was my, this was my, my introduction to noily by the way like i barely knew her and this is our first experience together oh my god it was chaotic sorry go ahead without context this is gonna sound so bad right now Just, you're, like, you're, like, you're making it worse than it was right now it's a very wholesome story and it is, this is literally the most wholesome story so sam comes over to my apartment for this condom brand that we're trying to film for. And and we're making this giant sign, basically. Do you remember what the sign said? No, what did the sign say? It said, penis shaming is body shaming. Yes. <laughs> we had to make, create a, a, a eight foot by eight foot sign, massive sign with paint saying, penis shaming is body shaming. Should we give context? I think not. People can use their imagination. So we create this giant sign on the floor of my like little studio apartment, but I forget to put tarp down. So the... <laughs> So we lift it up and it the was, paint. It was like cloth. We were painting on cloth on the floor. <laughs> and the, the paint seeped through. And we just like raised it. Like we barely knew Noelle. And one day after meeting her, we just went into her apartment. And the entire floor of her of her like living room slash bedroom. It's a studio apartment. Yeah. The entire floor of her apartment said, penis shaming is body shaming. And we all look at each other like, fuck. <laughs> fuck. I, I was terrified because like you usually don't go to like a new person's apartment and like paint their entire floor and noelle was so cool about it you were so you were just laughing and having the best time and that was like okay she's cool i was like she's she's chill like that was like oh my god she gets it 
And then you spent an hour with me cleaning, cleaning that it. up. You helped me clean all of that shit up. Of course. And like it was it's like on this like hardwood 1920s like mm-hmm. legit wood like flooring and everything and I was so scared I was going to get in trouble but it it got removed. Did all of it? I remember when it. I left like in like some crevices there was still some pain. Okay, I'm not going to lie. There is some. <laughs> still, yeah, like I I I went there like a couple of months ago again and I still saw like a bit of like blue, blue like aura in your floor. I'm not going to lie. There's like a little <laughs> <laughs> like a tint of a tiny tint of blue but if anyone is from my apartment that's watching this there is nothing <laughs> your landlord looking at this like oh my, my god <laughs> Landlord is like, what the hell? I hope for your own sake. Then I hope this doesn't go viral. No, that's not true. I hope it goes viral, and I hope you get in trouble with your landlord. But it'll be worth it because all the money you make from this video going viral, you're gonna be able to buy the fucking apartment with that. Oh my gosh, that's so true. Thank mm. you, Sam, for <laughs> your belief in me. Thank you. Someone, someone needs to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I'm like legit crying because this conversation is so fun right now. I'm crying. <laughs> What if, what if like this like right now it's super funny but it gets so deep and dark we just like start bawling our eyes <laughs> like it's so like yeah so when I was like my dad oh. no yeah, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that I don't know. but like that legit happens with us we like go into like the deep shit of, of I've never, things yeah we we had deep conversations you've never seen me cry though and I haven't seen you cry that's true and I, I think that's good I don't like people to see me cry I'm not a cute cry kind of guy wait what, what kind of crier are you because okay <laughs> you know as, as, as a guy there's like this stereotype that sucks but it's true like you have to be like manly and when i cry i don't i don't have like a manly cry i don't like go like oh, oh. i go like because <coughs> i hold it in and that makes it even more like whiny so i'm just like <coughs> and it's just embarrassing for everyone involved it's just it's sad for me it's awkward for the other person it's not a good time it's not a bad thing to be whiny. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. I agree. I, I, I agree, though. I agree. People should cry. And crying feels great. Crying yeah. feels so good. When you're feeling stressed out, just like fucking pouring it all, it's the best. I appreciate you for saying that. Because honestly, mm. like the whole toxic masculinity sort of thing is not it. Yeah, no, I want to cry more. I want to cry more in front of people. But I, I don't know. There's something in my brain that goes like, no. Whenever I feel like crying, I'm like, no. I was watching Hamilton with my family. Oh, my gosh. I love him. I'm crying. <laughs> I, dude, I was ho- like, I was holding my tears. I was like, <laughs> just holding them in. And I didn't cry. I didn't. I held them in. This is actually a deep question. Is it because of like how you grew up that you won't cry in front of them? There's a, there's a reason why I won't cry in front of people. And I'm going to fully out my, my f- friend group in Mexico. I love them. They are genuinely the nicest friends ever. They're my family. But when we were 15, we were watching a movie that made me cry my eyes. Like, I had to pause the, mus- the, the movie because I was crying so freaking bad. And there was when, when I was crying, they were supportive and everything. But, like, after, they were like, oh, don't do that. Or Sam's going to start crying. Like, they started mocking me about it. And then, like, they didn't mean anything by it. They genuinely didn't. They were the best friends ever. But after that, I was like, okay, no one's going to see me cry. But then I cried like a week ago. Wait, what's the movie? Now I need to know. The movie, I don't remember. I don't remember what the movie was. It was, it, it just, you know, it was like a, a very like teenager movie and it hit home because I was going through shit and the movie mm-hmm. like talked about things that I was going through. So oh, you, you know coming how it, of age yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda, I got you. Kinda, it, it wasn't Perks of Being Wallflower, but that, that kind of energy. Oh, like, okay. That, that indie movie. coming of age yeah. movie that really hits your it, heart. It hits hard, yeah. For me, it was Lady Bird. 
I never saw Lady Bird. I wanted. Is it good? It, it's about like a Catholic all girls school school girl mm-hmm. that's going through some shit, and that really hit home with me because I went to Catholic all girls school and went through some shit Jim. too, and I was just like, <laughs> girl, like crying your eyes out. Yeah, I feel there's places that are better to cry. like if you're crying in a movie theater, that's like embarrassing for everyone involved. I think, or maybe not. Really, in a movie theater, I don't know in public. Because, like, if, okay, if, if you watch a sad movie and everyone's crying by the end of it, you're good. But if you watch a movie and you're the only one crying. Oh, that's interesting. Did you ever see the movie? Is it different between guys and girls, though? Probably. I I mean, it, it, again, doubling down with this, it sucks. But as a guy, if you cry in a movie, it, like, it's like, oh, you know, there's like a bit of judgment behind it. Even I know there shouldn't be. I, I, I agree. I shouldn't. But if you're going to start crying in a movie, it's like, ah, oh, poor. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, this is how I'm get, I, I get canceled. If it's like you know it's that dichotomy of like being a man versus being a girl like even today i feel there's like a lot of like st- i actually just saw a movie called close that talks about like men's vulnerability and and affection and care about each other that's actually the last movie that made me cry and it Aww. talks about and I, I, one of the I, I actually cried during the movie because it, it it hit home on so many things but one of the things is like if you're a guy and you show affection to other guys like how how many guy friend groups people say i love you to each other even even yeah. though they do I didn't up, up to like two years ago. I didn't say I love you to my guy friends, even though I did because it was stupid. And I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. If I love someone, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I love them. Oh, Sam. Yeah. So many mom. ladies out there are just like, ooh, ooh Sam. Ooh. Well, if they are, they never let me know. <laughs> <laughs> they keep it to themselves. <laughs> this is a shout out to all the ladies that want to date Sam. Just, just come up to him. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to no one. <laughs> I have a question for you since mm. we're talking about relationships. Mm. Is, was it difficult to like date while mm. being like a video editor? Because being a video <laughs> editor for like YouTubers is so time consuming. Yeah. more Okay. More than it being time consuming. Um, most of the, the jobs that I had video editing, they were remote or, you know, so like I didn't meet anyone, but to answer your question, it's been hard dating since I was born up to this point. So like, yes, but I don't think me being a video editor was a factor. (laughs) It's just, it it hasn't been great so far. When I think the hardest point, when I was living in the Julius Dean's influencer house, we worked that, that one was like that. We worked a lot. It was like constantly like doing shit. So I didn't date anyone during, I didn't even try, never met anyone. But also if, if I had tried, I don't know how I would have done it since it was like such a constant grind. Like you literally lived at work at an influencer house. You're living where you work. So like it's, you're never outside of it. So it's hard to like, you know, let's say you go to work right now, you clock off, you go back home, you can invite people over, but then, you know, how can you invite people over? It's not even my house. It's the influencer house. So, I mean, I could have. It just didn't happen. Can you tell me a, a wild, crazy story from your time at Julius Dean's Beach Influencer House? So, I okay, I signed, I signed an NDA. So, I, I will tell you. Don't like, But I, I can't go into a lot of detail. And if Julius or any of the Julius team is watching this, uh, please forgive me. I'm not going to say anything crazy. Nothing crazy or bad ever happened. The crew was super nice. Everyone was super nice. But there was this one time... Um, I, so I was having a coffee with Julius while the, th- the team was shooting something out. I don't know where. And they, so this was back in Mexico, by the way, they were shooting a video where one of them was dressed as a, as a police officer. It was a child's costume, very fake, very like 1980s blue cap, you know, everyone knew it was fake. And while they were shooting, six police cars just like stopped right next to them, pointed their guns at them and said like, get on the ground. Get, like super dead ass. No, as crazy as it sounds, uh, get on the ground. They took them to like a Mexican jail 
We're like, wait, is this this is real? This isn't a this, skit. No, 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 no. I, like, I'm not not even exaggerating anything. Like, to be funny, like, I, I was having coffee and they called us and they're like, we need you to bail us out of jail right now. And the thing is, in Mexican prisons, you know, they're corrupt. I'm from Mexico, so I know. Like, it's you. They were looking for a bribe, and there was this one guy who was visiting from England who was the sweetest. He was the guy dressed as the officer. He was, no, I want to tell you, the nicest, like most cutest innocent nicest human ever like not a single bone of like meanness or anything in his body he was like one guy as the officer so they put everyone in jail um and we managed to bail everyone except him out and he was stuck in the cell in a cell with a rapist with a with a crazy mexican rapist who he didn't even speak the language to and at one point, and apparently he was going to spend the night with him. Thankfully, we got him out before that. Um, but at one point, the rapist is just like banging on the wall, screaming. And he looks at my friend and goes like, you! And it basically motions for him to take off his shirt. And they exchange shirts. So my friend has his like super smelly, disgusting ass shirt in jail. He was terrified out of his mind. And we literally had to call lawyers, whatever. Like we pulled all the connections we had and we managed to got him out. He was like there for like seven hours though. Like he wasn't there for a while. We got him out. And the guy, happy as a shell, was like, guy, I, I will, like, and, and this is something I still think about today. He is like, I will never appreciate freedom the way I appreciate it now. Like, oh my God. Because, like, being able to just go wherever, like, if you see a door, being able to open it, like, he, for, because he didn't know how long he was going to be there. Like, you're in a Mexican jail, you don't speak the language, you don't know what's going on. That's the craziest story that happened while I was there, probably. Um, yeah. <laughs> the house was insane, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I, I everything turned out fine, thankfully. But it was, yeah, it was very stressful. I don't even know how. And that's all true. I, that You're I, not bull, bullshitting. No bullshit. No, no, like, yeah. No, it, 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 there were so many crazy things that happened there. A lot of which I can't say on air. Um, but you know, you know what I find the most interesting about it, the influencer house living in it? Um, you always think of all that like crazy things, crazy stories, whatever. But like most of the time, it's just a normal place, you know. Like we used to have breakfast together. The people were chill. We played Mario Kart on like a private movie theater, but we just played Mario Kart. Um, like a lot of the times, it's just like chill, normal people just existing, hanging out, watching TV. Like those moments you don't think about, you know. Like when you think of like Logan Paul's influencer house, you like think of all the crazy ma things that happen. But it's like they're normal people, you know. They they do normal shit all the time, also. So actual, like, friendships and relationships are being, like, built in those houses. Yeah. Honestly, what this guy wanted to do, he wanted cameras all over the house because, like, like a lot of things happened. Real friendships. There was drama. Like, 50% genuine chaos drama, like, things that are actually insane. And 50% just, like, people being people and chill and whatever and nothing crazy going on. Um, it was fun, though. I don't regret my time there. Um, but it was too crazy for me. And this was after you dropped out of film school, correct? Yes, yes that, that was a year after I dropped out of film school. What made you just? What made you just? <laughs> what made what, me? What, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> 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 sorry. Okay. Well, <laughs> what made me? I'm sorry. I'm about to walk out on this interview. <laughs> You got this, no, I mean, Ask me the. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, I'm, ready. So, I'm gonna give you the best answer ever. Really? Ever? You have you have no okay. idea the level of answer I'm gonna give. It's gonna blow. It's about to go fucking mega viral. Number one podcast clip ever about to happen right now. Go. What made you drop out of film school? That was sad. 
No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, no. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. I, in film school. So I went to film school for a year and a half. And I remember. So when you're in film school, everyone kind of talks about dropping out. Because in the filmmaking world, you hear about all the people that drop out and whatever. So like I remember having conversations with my friends being like, oh, would you ever drop out? And everyone was like, yeah, if the opportunity comes along. If the opportunity comes along, yeah, I'll drop out. Um, but no one ever seeked out the opportunity, you know? And I remember I was in film school. I liked it. Uh, People are snobby in the mm -hmm. film industry. That like film school felt more like a competition on who knew more rather than the people wanting to learn. That I didn't like. That it was just people like bragging about all the movies they've seen, all the things they've done, whatever. Instead of like actually wanting to learn. Um, people were nice though, whatever. And then COVID happened, mm. and I already was iffy about film school. And then COVID hits, and uh, having to do film school from home sucked. Like it fucking kind of kind of curse. Yeah, right? yeah. It, it fucking sucked. Um. Yeah, and I was like, I can't deal with this. So I remember pretty much every single night, I would just like email, message, whoever, anyone. Like I, I knew how to video edit. I wanted to be, but I didn't have any like real recognition. I had my own YouTube channel, but besides that, I didn't have anything. And eventually this one guy replied. His name's Connor Castle. He's friends with Yes Theory. He had about 10,000 subscribers at the time. And he was like, yeah. If, and I was, I was literally, my email was like, I'll work for free. And they always say, don't work for free in the film industry. Hey, do what I say is do anything to like get, get a portfolio. Like people are not going to hire you unless you have something. And if you don't have anything, yeah, work for free. Do it. Do whatever you need to. So I edited his videos for like three months. Uh, he did a couple with Yes Theory that I also edited. Uh, the guy again best guy in the world shout out Connor castle um super chill guy um yeah and then at at one point uh adrian our friend adrian uh, one of my closest friends he sent me that another youtuber mnj tv was looking for a video editor i applied got the job and that was like the, i actually started getting money and i i was doing that and film school and i told my parents like hey i'm dropping out I'm dropping out. I'm gonna pursue this, like editing, whatever, whatever this is. I like, I, I didn't know what it was. The way I see it is, whatever decision you make in life, whether it's film school, whether it's whatever, it's there's risk. You know, there's not like you're not guaranteed a job because you have a diploma or a, whatever. So I was like, I think I have more chances of becoming someone if I follow this like video editing thing to LA than stay in a film school in Mexico City. So I dropped out, and I yeah. Okay, I have a couple of questions. Go all out. One is, when you were video editing for free for Connor... Connor Castle, yeah. Did you live with your parents? And how did you, yeah. like, monetarily, like, sustain yourself, if my that parents, makes sense? My parents, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. I was, so my parents always said, either you, you work or you study. And while I was working for Connor Castle, I was still in film school. So it was just, my parents were just taking care of me. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, got I, it, got I, it. yeah the, I was, how old, I was 19, I think. And that was going on. So yeah, I was still living with my parents. Well, I, I loved it. I was having a great time. A lot of work though, because after film school, actually, I didn't even care that much about film school. I was just mainly doing Connor's thing. And then film school was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because when I, I did something very, very similar where I did like a work trade program mm -hmm. with, <laughs> with a circus school here in LA. Um, but I wouldn't have been able to do that work trade program if I hadn't been living at home, if that makes sense. You were sense. also living at home during it? I was living yeah. at home during that. So I was commuting from Orange County to like LA. So like a two hour totally. drive every single day. I always say like, this is, especially here in LA, there's always like people that are successful and a lot of it is where they come from, you know? And it's like, I think in a lot of ways I am self-made, but I know for a fact I would not be where I am if, it not, if not for my parents. You know, they bought me my first computer where I learned how to video edit. Mm. They supported me, like, in, for, to fucking become a video editor for random people. And it's like, 
you do need like especially starting early on i i mean it's so useful to have like the support of someone that can help guide you that can be like hey you pursue this and i got you back whether it's uh, uh with money emotionally whatever like having support matters so much um thank you so much for saying that because literally i'm somebody prior to this year who has said oh i've done this all myself all myself and If I'm being really, really honest, I had so much support along the way, whether it was like emotional support or even my parents, like, yeah, they were really, really pissed at me for dropping out of school to become a circus performer. You're so dropped um, out of school? Huh? You're, so, you're also a dropout? I'm a dropout like you. Eh. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Dropouts. Mm, we're, the, we're the cool ones. We are the 100%. cool ones. 100%. Sorry, what you were saying. <laughs> dropout to follow your heart. I mean, that's how you do it. That's how you do it in LA. If you if you come yeah, to, you if you come to LA, LA and someone tells you they have a college degree, you're like, yeah, oh, do you do? What's wrong with them? You see, this me getting you canceled. But I actually, I actually do have a college degree. Oh. I was a bio. I got. I have a degree in biotechnology from UC Davis. But I, I um, knew that. I was, but I I went to physical therapy school, uh, deferred, then dropped out. No, so yeah, you're past. You're pa never like. I sort of got people every every time Noelle tells me something about where she comes from. I'm like, how 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 did that actually? She you were in the circus. You have a degree in like neurodivergent. I don't, I don't know whatever that is. Whatever that is. I bet you don't know. I, I, I I'm sorry. I mean in this in the best way. I'm sure no one listening to this podcast knows what that is either. What what's the degree on? Biotechnology. What's that? Okay. Biotechnology. Wait, let me guess. Can I? Oh yeah, go get yeah. Uh, guess. Biotechnology. Go ahead. Is it? Oh my god. It, wait. Is it like? Like, do you manipulate bio biological things to for human necessities? Is that it? I don't know. Is that it? I don't know. Sam, you are way smarter than you mm. than you let on. Even without a college degree. <laughs> He's not just a pretty face, I'm everybody. Not just a pretty face. <laughs> That's why he has a date on Tuesday. You heard that? I'm not a pretty face. <laughs> you heard it? You're pretty. <laughs> you heard it here. I am not a pretty face. He's not mm. a pretty face. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I like flirting with the camera. Sorry. Sorry. But actually, no, no, that's actually a very yeah, spot on Thank description. You. I love that you're the one who actually had the degree and had to like learn all of that. But me, just by hearing the name and guessing what it is, I get the credit for being smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're I, my guest on this podcast, so you will get the credit for everything. Yeah, I love getting credit for things. It's I fucking love it, especially things that I didn't do. It feels so good getting credit for something you have like no right having. <laughs> it fulfills me. It makes me feel complete. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's like what's better? What's better than getting awarded for something you did? What getting awarded? Getting awarded for something you never like for not doing anything? Like getting recognition for nothing? Ah, love it. Sorry, you're the opposite of me. <laughs> How? Why am I the opposite of you? Because I feel like I need to <laughs> work so hard. To the I have this whole podcast set up. <laughs> I love it. I, I video edit all of my shit and like. <laughs> people like you <laughs> people that i hate in this world i'm the people that <laughs> taking credit uh, for no for, for no good reason mm, love it love it <laughs> you know that's how you climb the ladder of success by grabbing up leeching off of the people around you always leeching, uh, leeching off of them that's why that's why i always like that's why you're my friend and i i, I like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're off of me. I, 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 I make sure that all my friends are successful so I can use their talent for my benefit. <laughs> Should I stand up and go? 
Because, no, Noeli, Noeli, here's the thing. You need to put yourself in my shoes, okay? Okay, You okay. are a talented person. So for you, life is like, oh, I'll just be talented. But for people like me that we have nothing, it's that I stay having nothing or I use other people. <laughs> I have no real friendships. <laughs> no, not a single Your real... goal is to get me canceled. Yeah, You're yeah, getting so canceled get, so no, 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 no. You, uh, you'll get canceled and I'll, I'll take control of this, this podcast now. You'll get canceled. Oh my gosh. Yes, it'll be mad Do you want to switch seats? Have you ever done that with a guest? No, Ca- I is that okay? It. Is that allowed? Will we make it the edit harder for you? No, well, hmm. okay, let's well, not. Let's not. If it's no, too- we can. We can. You, wanna... you want to be the boss for a second? Can I? Yeah, you let's okay. do it. I want to okay. do it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I want to interview you now. Do we okay? have to fix this? Is that, You're okay? Interviewing is, that okay? me? is that okay for like the technicalities? Oh my god, are we ruining everything? I can oh sit like, my gosh, I can we're sit like this everything. so I'm in frame though. I can sit like this so that way I'm in frame. I'll, I'll be noily. I'll be noily. You had to slouch so low to be in frame. <laughs> You're the biggest jackass of my life. Okay, I'll be noily now. I'm noily now. <laughs> that is not rude. You're so rude. I mm. see that. That is so rude. Okay, wait. Is this good? Yeah. Okay, I'll be. I'll interview you now. I'll interview you now. Okay. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. Noily. No, I mean Sam. I mean who am I? Oh. Who am I? Oh. Who am I now? Oh, you're you're still Sam, but you're interviewing Noelle. Okay, Noelle. So Wait, my shirt's gonna fall. <laughs> clickbait. That's good for the that's good for the algorithm, though. You know what? Okay, so should the clickbait title be "My shirt almost fell in front of my coworker"? <laughs> so here's. I think it's a good title since we're actually coworkers, and our and our coworkers are gonna see this. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> you're good. Okay, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna interview you. Okay, so. Okay. How how many years were you in the circus for? Eight years. Eight years in the circus. And how what lessons did you learn from your circus experience? Oh my gosh, there's too many life lessons that I've learned. Can you give us seven? <laughs> I will not give. Can you give us seven life lessons you learned in the circus? Seven? Yeah, that can be life lessons. Yeah, seven life lessons. You like learned quick in the bullet point ones, right? Uh, up to you. Okay. Okay. Seven life lessons I mm-hmm. learned in the circus. Mm-hmm. Number one is. There is no workaround for hard work. Like you literally have to put your 10,000 hours in to develop your craft. And that's something. And the faster you can put that in, the better. Faster. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> There's so many. Number There's... one. Number two. <laughs> Number two. Relationships matter the most. Period. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of people like social climb, but... But genuinely, it's it's having the backs of your like coworkers, to be honest, yeah. like your teammates, because Trusting literally the people you're with. Exactly. Because in a circus, like so much crazy shit happens. Like you watch a Cirque du Soleil show and you're like, oh, wow, everything flowed so fluidly. No. Like <laughs> if you go backstage, someone like fucking like cut themselves. Someone's like broken. Like someone like someone's broken. Someone's broken. Fuck, Jared's broken again. <laughs> Jared's broken again. God damn it, Jared. Someone like fell off the stage and like and like needs to like get backstage and like you all need to help that dude and like you have to like figure out what to do in the act because the act is still going going on. on. It has to keep going on. Yeah. How how many how many of the problems were injury based? Oh, that's so interesting. I would say okay, number one, everyone's like a little bit injured, if that makes sense. Everyone. (laughs) Everyone like when you get to (laughs) at the circus, everyone's injured. No, no, really. We're all like banged up and bruised. Like if you saw me, um, if you saw me like two years ago, burns all over my body. Oh no. 
Like literally, like you'll you would have seen like a rope burn down like my arm. You should you would have seen like rope oh, burns. Oh, rope like, burns. Yeah. So for me, I did rope. So it. Yeah. So I I would get burns, but like pole dancers, girls that do hoop, they're that, those are like bruises. <laughs> oh god. So like big yeah. bruises, like all around, like like their thighs and like their arms and everything. And like. Were you happy? Oh, that's a loaded oh, that's question. That's a loaded question. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Was I happy? What, were you happy at, at the circus? Oh my gosh. You know. It's it's a mix of both, to be honest, right? Okay. So you you ride really really high highs and then very very low lows, if that makes sense. So um, I was happy when oh shoot, hold on, <laughs> was I okay, happy? Was, uh, and this one you start crying. See, we called this it. We we, we called crying. it. We called it. But um, I was I was happy when I was like with my friends and I was working with people that I like genuinely love because mm-hmm. that's. Like circus families are legit. Like yeah. you become so tight with everybody because you have to trust whoever is catching you, like literally catching you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, like on the good and the bad days, you know? Um, so I was happy with that. And I was happy whenever I like performed an act that meant something to me. Like I I created this act about like basically my my life story and uh-huh. like the discrimination. You yourself. Huh? You designed an act yourself? Yeah. That's so cool. Oh my Thank God. Thank you. <laughs> How, what, what was it? Um, so it's actually on my YouTube channels, like a little plug on my YouTube channel. Nitty plug, nitty plug, baby. And basically it was called Le Cheval Noir. So it's called the dark horse, but basically that means like the underdog. So okay. it's somebody who like comes out of nowhere and wins the race. Mm-hmm. And so yes. that was what that, that was about, about like me dropping out of school, like my parents not believing in me, but I still love you guys. Um, and <laughs> I still love you, mom. Yeah. <laughs> and sort of like. The discrimination that I've seen, not just with myself, like as far as like racism, but like body discrimination and all the other like discriminatory practices that happen inevitably when you're going through like the casting process of putting somebody on stage. But yeah, especially like I feel, I mean, I've never been in a circus, but I feel like you're judged like any performance thing. You're judged not by not like also by your talents and stuff, but also like just like who you are, what you're doing, like in, in, in things you shouldn't be judged at at any workplace. Um, so it sounds harsh. Send me that video of the uh, I will. of the dark horse pronounced <laughs> <laughs> What's the name? Le Cheval Noir. Le Cheval Noir. Oof. Oh my God! Say it again. Le Cheval Noir. Le Cheval Noir. Ah, oh, mamma mia! What? Oh, sorry, <laughs> love it. Sorry. That's so cool, though. Thank you. I love I love being Noelle. I love I love being Sam, but I think we should switch <laughs> we so should I can interview. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay, I can okay. interview you. I, this was so cool though. Everyone go check out the Joval de Noir. It's so <laughs> cool. <laughs> Guys, podcasts start fun. Make a podcast is This is the most fun. chaotic podcast I've ever been on. Same, same. We're same. not even lit. I'm always lit, baby. Oh, I'm ready for you, for like your audience to like make fun of you for that. That's that's gonna be that's your thing. I, you know gonna, what? That's so true. How do you do it? I want I want to get it like the right, the no, no way, way. Yeah, but how do you do? I want to like. What, what, I want to do it right. You need oh, to coach it, me. it depends on like the circumstance. That, I, I don't, don't usually do that. You did that. No, that's. But I, but I, I just go. Uh, uh. No, I don't, <laughs> not not a school for me. I don't think it's my thing. I'll, okay, I'll what is your it. thing? What is my thing? Oh my gosh, it's you being chaotic. Is that a thing? I, think, I don't know. My thing, it shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> what is my thing? Yeah, what is your thing? What is my thing? I don't know. I, I oh, yeah, trying to be funny too hard uh, to an annoying degree. Oh. 
You know what it is. You know what? No. You know what it is. You know what? No. I I've talked about about this with some of my friends. So I'm I'm always like making jokes and being stupid. But it's because I love having fun, and I think a lot of adults stop having fun. Like I don't know why it's it's like frowned upon to be an adult. And just have fun. And I hate that. Like, when you're a kid, have you ever played... When was the last time you played hide-and-seek? Oh, my gosh. Actually, I played hide-and-seek two years ago. That's and so I hid cool. under a cupboard. But we called it Dark Dark. Why? <laughs> because we were all in the dark. Yeah. We were... You know, we were all in the dark. And, and we had to crawl. Wait, okay. The crawling part, I don't know. So like, you couldn't... This is more like military training. What the hell? You're in the dark, crawling, hiding in places. What was it? Was this fun or was it like training? It was really fun. We were crawling. If when you're it, you had to crawl and tag people, so people would hide up high, which didn't work for me because I'm 4'11, so I couldn't go up high. What do you mean go up high? Like they would go into closets, but they'd climb shit oh, so that they can hide on like the top shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you couldn't because you're tiny. Because you're tiny. Wow, my, that's terrible. That sounds like so much fun though. Yeah. Hey, listen, adults, I, I, I need more playtime. As adults, we need playtime. You know what I did the other day? What you do? I had a Nerf battle. You had a Nerf battle? I had battle? a Nerf battle, but with rules and everything. It's so fun. We rented a house and we just brought nerves and Adrian and me, or my homie Adrian, we literally just like played capture the flag. And here's the thing. When you're playing anything, anything, as adult, kid, whatever, you need to go hard. That's yeah. how it's fun. If you're just playing catch, you're like, oh, well, whatever, you're not going to have fun. But if you're like, I need to win life or death, you're going to have the best time of your life. Do you think playing and like shooting the shit and having fun helps you with your creativity? Ooh. Because we're constantly yeah. brainstorming like ideas and filming things and video editing I for our job. I don't even think it comes as help me with my creativity. I feel that's that is my creativity. Like I feel in order for me to like do create like to do something I love and to be proud of it, I need to be having fun. And I I, I don't know if you noticed at our job, I've, I've been like trying to incorporate a lot more things that are just fun to do because I think seeing people have fun is a, that's why I think this podcast is so freaking good because in order to like enjoy a podcast or like stand up or like whatever you, that's what's fun seeing people have fun so I just try to have fun because one it's fun as fuck to have fun but also to watch people have fun is just the best time and I feel that I feel that's where I thrive you know like you, you know what it is when you receive footage that's not fun and you have to edit it to be fun that's oh. hard or entertaining like if you have to grab something that's not entertaining and make it entertaining that's harder but if you, you need to like add sound effects and cuts and whatever but if you receive footage that's already fun that i i enjoy that the most because i barely have to edit it yeah i just have to know when to cut maybe a couple close-ups music no music and let it be you know you, you like the, the when the content is funny the edit doesn't have to be and it's so much easier when it is you know you're so right about that like i okay how much can i say okay when i was video editing for like youtubers the personalities that were very like vibrant and colorful you barely have to edit them because they're just so captivating yeah. to watch but people who are more bland and more like monotone <laughs> you have to do, do more, more work do 100%. more work yeah to to make them funny or relatable or or to keep the attention of people on the internet if that I, makes that's sense so, that, so one one of the videos i did for the try guys was eat the menu pan panera if you guys want to check it out that's edited by me and basically that it's a keith the main guy basically trying different foods and they have he has guests and all the guests are great but 
some are so good that just well, if you're laughing while you're video editing, which for me happened editing that video, if you're like cry laughing, being like, oh my God, this is so good. How am I going to incorporate it into video and stuff? Like that's, you know, it's going to be good video. Like it's like, you don't need to do anything. And, and, and for so many years as a video editor, I feel when I was doing my own stuff, I relied so much on my editing. I barely even tried to make the, the content funny because I was like, okay, I'll, wh whatever happens, I'll just fix it in post. Because I am a 100% type of person that if you give me anything, I think I can get make something work out of it in, in post. I feel like that's my strong suit. But then I stopped trying. When I'm shooting and when I'm filming, I stopped I, I stopped trying to be funny or entertaining because it's, it's like, whatever, I'll just fix it in post. But now I'm starting to, like literally a month ago, I was like, you know what, I'm going to try, try to like make the content funny in itself. That Funny enough that even if you watch it without any Edits, it's fun you know that's that's the goal yeah. and then you edit it just to like enhance but you don't edit to like make it funny you know what you're so right about that <laughs> i and usually you am can... <laughs> <laughs> you narcissist i know i am <laughs> tell me something i don't know sorry i don't want to clip this going back to that actually what are the traits of a viral video like a good viral video that okay oh so that's one of the things i struggled with the most on the internet because like if you want a video just to be viral, just to be viral and not good, it's you just got to create some three-minute bullshit that starts, you know, that is like uh, CCTV cam, caught boyfriend cheating, and, mm -hmm. and add supers that say, like, keep watching, it's about to go crazy. They, like, it's the Mr. Beastification of YouTube and social media, you know, like... Instead of making content that's good and good content becoming viral, we're just catering to the to the algorithm. So, I mean, yeah, the content does go viral and it's entertaining because that's why it goes viral because you watch it, but like it stops being art. It just becomes mindless entertainment. But if you want, the, like, if you want the formula, there's books about it. The, the, the YouTube formula is a great one. Um, there's like so many ways to learn how to make content go viral for the sake of being viral. But what I've learned is... If you want to make, if right now anyone watching this or listening to this podcast or you is like, you know what, I want to make, create viral content that just goes viral, you, you can, you 100% can. But those people, you, you know how they say TikTokers aren't real, aren't really famous because nobody cares about them. That's it. If you're creating content that's viral for the fucking sake of it being viral, yeah, you'll get millions of views, you'll be whatever, but no one's going to care about you. And the second you stop doing that content, people are going to forget about you. But if you start doing content that you think is good, it'll take you way longer to go viral. Like it, it will take you longer to go viral, but once you go viral with content that's good, you will stay viral. People, you will, you will stay viral. People will care about you. If you like try different things, people are going to follow you. Like you, if you want to succeed in the social media world, you need people to care about you, not your content, you know? A thousand percent. It's about building a community. It's about building a community. And if you only care about being viral, you won't build you won't build that community. It's not gonna happen. You need people to like actually enjoy what you do. So what what are the traits of good content that will help build a community? Oh mama mia pizza, yeah. That's such a subjective I don't even know I I, I don't even know if I have the answer to that. In uh, your opinion. In my opinion in my opinion your what expert makes opinion. it good. Um that's the thing. Like I, it's such a stupid answer, but it's just like make content you want to watch like so many people are creating content that's just viral for the sake of going viral and it's entertaining but it's like is it something you want to watch like i remember i I've, I've tried doing so many things for social media and i i create series and things that i'm like holy shit this is gonna do so well people are gonna lo love it but i don't love it and 
it sounds super cliche, but like if you don't love it, then it, you're not gonna love doing it. It's not gonna go viral. If you want to actually build an audience, you have to have. It, 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 it's what it is. You have to be. You have to have fun. You have to like be excited about what you're doing, so people get excited with you. If you want to get a bit more technical, I do like. If you are starting a TikTok and you actually want to build a community and do something, make sure the content works because of you, not because of like the content. Because if if you create if you come up with a crazy new like viral trend and you start doing it and you start popping off, but it's a trend, people are just gonna start copying you. And the new fifty new people that do the same thing that you do are gonna start doing it, and one's gonna be the best. And like no one's gonna. But if if, if you are the reason people stay, like think of any. TikToker that's actually a famous TikToker, not like just a random account, just like a TikToker that actually has a following that like is an influencer. They're big because what makes their content work is themselves, you know, is them. That okay, so one of the TikTokers that I love, his <laughs> name is Tim Chusano. Okay. He makes these like heartfelt basically like day in the life mm-hmm. videos every single morning at 5 a.m. And they're just they're just like so wholesome and sweet. And he talks about his life in like an I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like a warm hug. Like you literally watch it and it's like a one minute warm hug and mm-hmm. it's super short and he he loops the video around for that like replayability effect. Mm-hmm. And it's like so smartly written too. It's like witty and funny and sweet and, and but like honest too. Yeah. And he there's like a little enlightening little fact that he like puts in there and I don't and he's just like honest about his life and I'm I'm a fan. Please send that my way. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. really want to check that out. He's someone that has built a community that loves him. Him, yeah. Not that's his so con, true. not necessarily like because we've seen like day in the life contents, like vlogs and all that shit, like mm-hmm. for the last like twenty years, basically. Mm-hmm. Whether it's YouTube or TikTok or like Instagram reels or whatever. Yeah. But to fall in love with someone, someone, yeah, with a person, and yeah. uh, Also, what I will say in in this because we live in LA, we're like dead ass in the middle of like this industry, this whole world genuinely don't worry so much about the numbers like there's tiktok accounts out there with 10 20 million followers that their audience doesn't care about them even if you care about the money that they don't make that much money because it's like if i genuinely the numbers don't matter if the if the people don't care about you make sure like that that's what it is build a community if you want if you want if you want to build a tiktok and actually expand upon it and like build a career out of it make sure you're building a community more than numbers. It'll take longer and it'll be harder. That's that's why like people are like, oh, becoming a TikToker is so easy. That's why so many people. But it's not that becoming a TikToker is easy. Going viral on TikTok is easy. That's why so many people do it. How many people do we know that have like one or two viral videos on their TikTok and they're like, oh my god, I'm doing it, but they're not building an audience. So like they have this one video that goes viral, and then they keep flatlining. Then maybe another one. Then they keep flatlining because like the people watch their one viral video. They're like, oh yeah, this is great, but then they don't care. You need to build communities so that people that start coming stick around. And the only way for them to stick around is to fucking care about They need to care about you. They need to care about, like, the unique thing that you can bring them. And the only way to be unique is to be good. Do not follow, like, do not care so much about the algorithm. I mean, the algorithm does matter. That's what. But, like, don't make it your number one thing. Your aim shouldn't be to get just one video go viral. It should be to slowly, because it can only be done slowly, build a community. (laughs) Choo-choo. Sam dropping facts mm-hmm. while while dancing and flirting with the camera. I always flirt with the camera. I'm looking at myself on the monitor, so I'm like, I'm not oh. gonna lie, it's a good view. Mm, papacito. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh, oh mm. wait, actually, I so going off to mm-hmm. to 
to one of the very viral people that you've edited, but also mm -hmm. who has built like a an audience. An audience is the try guy. The so try let's guys. play yeah. your guys, right? I love them. Yeah. So let's play fuck Mary kill. So <laughs> I hope they watch this. Oh my god! Please, try guys, watch this. Please watch this. Please, I need them to see this. Fuck me, kill the try guys. Oh, why did I ask them to see this? Now I have to answer. Oh my god. Mm. Oh god, damn it. Fuck me, kill the try guys. Yeah. You know you gotta fuck Eugene. You gotta. You gotta. That's. A, but that's the thing. I also. I also love Keith, Keith and Sack. But you have to fuck Eugene. Wait, why do you have to fuck Eugene? Have you seen Eugene? I know. Have you seen Eugene? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, like, of course you fuck Eugene. Like, of course you fuck Eugene. <laughs> Come on. Who else would you fuck? <laughs> like, I love Keith and Zach, but those are, both of them are marriage material. I'm like, I want to marry both of them. And I would also marry Eugene. But if I, have to, if I have to fuck one of the Try Guys, of course you fuck Eugene. It's common knowledge. Whatever. Fuck Eugene. Can I, can I just fuck Eugene? I want to marry Mary Sack. I think Sack, Keith, and me would have the best fucking like three-way relationship ever. I don't want to kill either of them. So basically, you're skipping the fuck, marry, kill, and you're just fucking Eugene and marrying the other two. And, and, oh, and marry the other two? And, yeah, and Loki, if Eugene wants to join that, ma that marriage, I'm game. It can be, I can marry the three Try Guys. I'm so down. I'm okay. so down. Add Miles. If No one knows who Miles is, but I would also, that's like the podcast person that asks, I love him. Miles, I would marry you. Okay. Mm. Wait, do, would you kill any of them? Do you, should you I, have to okay. kill somebody. Okay. I know who I'd kill, and I hope this. Uh, I, I I genuinely don't want to do this, but if I have to kill someone, I would kill Keith, just because I think Zach and I would vibe so fucking hard. So you would fuck Eugene. Fuck Eugene. A thousand percent. A thousand, like oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I would. You'd marry Zach. I'd marry Zach because I think he and I would be like the best of friends in the whole world. And, and you'd kill because there's no other option. I also want to marry Keith though. You'd yeah, but I, if, if I have to, <sighs> yeah. Want to hear a wild story? Same. I know. No. no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know the girl who married Zach. Maggie. Maggie, yeah. You know her? She, we went to school together. She was no in my shit, class. No shit, actually. Yeah. That's so yeah. fucking cool. She was they literally just got in married. My, yeah. That's insane. Are you still in touch with her? I'm actually not in touch with her. Yeah. Maggie. Maggie. Hey. Mm, you miss <laughs> What's her. up? That's Happy a... for you. But like actually though. Yeah. <laughs> no. So the, the Try Guys, they are, for the longest time, they were like one of my biggest inspirations. And like I, the idea of editing for them was always a dream, you know, like holy shit, a dream. And then... I don't remember. Like, I think I sent an email to someone. They, on the podcast, actually, they mentioned they were looking for editors, so I emailed them. I went through a couple. It, it always goes like that. You know, you do a couple of tests. And I remember when I got the email saying, like, hey, we want you to edit a couple of our videos. Oh, my God. Aww. It was, a f like, I was ecstatic. Oh, my God. And and I still admire those guys so much. I listen to all of their podcasts, all of their everything. I think they are so good at what they do. They 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 were like my top dream goal to edit for. Like they were my aspiration, and then I did it. And and th at that moment, I, it's like there's many things that I learned here in LA about success and happiness. And it is like, of course, people have dreams. I have dreams, aspirations, whatever. But you, you your dreams should not 
you know, you shouldn't be like, I'll be happy when I achieve this or that. Because, yeah, I did edit for the Try Guys, and it was great, and I'm so happy I did. But would I say I'm happier now than I would have been if I hadn't? Probably not. I'm the same person that I was. I'm proud of that I did, and I'm happy that I did. Um, but it's like, especially in LA, people have, like, this mentality that, like, so it's, it's success. Everyone, like, especially in the in the film, social media, like, there's the hum of success and, like, how many followers you have and how successful you are. And we, we're always thinking about that. And, uh, again, of course, I also want to be successful. Who doesn't? But, like... It should not be your life or death. It should not be either I make it or I'm not going to be happy because I fucking guarantee if you are, if you, if your happiness depends on your success, once you're successful, you're not going to be happy. Seeking money, success, followers, whatever is genuinely an endless grind. Like you will get, you will get a, th- a million followers and then you're going to be waiting for the 10 million, then 10 million, 50 million, and you'll never, you know. It's so true. No, keep going. You know, the only way to find actual fulfillment in life and happiness. And I, I, it sounds cheesy as fuck, but I mean this, love. Being with people that love, loving people. Be, like, if, if, if right now you love someone, you gen- not even romantically, if you love someone, if you genuinely love someone and people love you back, you, you have everything you'll ever need. Well, I guess shelter and food are also nice, but mostly the love thing. <laughs> Selma! Yeah. That's all you need to survive. Love people, people you can trust, people that you can, yeah. That, 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 that's all it is. All you need is love. <laughs> la, 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 la. Beatles said it first, baby. Beatles said it first. <laughs> Fuck me or kill. Try guys. What? Fuck me or kill. For me? For Not for the try guys. Oh, for the try guys? Yeah, you're just one person. You can't fuck me or kill Noelle. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Tr- There's three different personalities in me, though. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Patricia. <laughs> No, you you have one personality. And you oh wa- wait, what is my one personality? Go ahead, you know me. <laughs> yeah, I know, I I know. Yeah. No, I know you better than you know yourself. I know you so well, Noelle. So, oh, go so, for it, Sam. So, go for right, it. Let's okay. go. Noelle, your personality is how real do you want me to be? Ooh, be really real. Be really yeah, real. Yeah, for, for the people. For the people. Okay, guys. For, for the people. For people that don't know Noelle, Noelle's genuinely, but it's like you're like annoyingly a good person. But that's not a good thing. That is a bad thing. That is a bad. I want to clarify. That is a bad thing. Being because you're like so nice. You care. You you know what it is. You care about people being happy, and you shouldn't. You know you should be meaner. You sh- you need to be more of an asshole. You really do. You really do. You're so nice. You're so nice. It's like people. You're like you're so, you're sunshine. Literally, like you walk into the office and it's happiness. I've never. I've literally not seen you not happy. Well, you you like just. Well, no, I have seen you not happy. But <laughs> yeah, you definitely. I seen have me seen you not happy. not happy. But even like even then, you're like so willing to make people feel better. You know, like you are you you you. But no, don't do that. Make you feel better. Don't you don't need to make other people feel better. Have, what have they done for you? You don't need them. Throw them in the trash. You should did, start like. Did you literally say love is like the answer to all <laughs> problems? Yeah, not not to like randos. <laughs> not to randos. You love people that deserve your love. Don't lo- don't love people that don't love you back. You don't need them. You throw them in the trash. Those people, you pick them up and you kick them away. So, we live in two different. For me, I go into the world and everyone's a stranger and I don't talk to them. There. People that are just like extras in my life that I barely pay attention to. You go into the world and you're like, these are humans with thoughts and emotions and you interact with them so you view everyone as an npc i view it and literally i'm walking down the street and i see you you are not i either i don't think there's a consciousness there you're just there to like fill the emptiness of the street 
But for you, but that's just my my perspective. That's just how we go. Like if I go, have you ever watched Free Guy? Is it Free Guy? Free Guy, yeah, I love yeah. Free Guy. Yeah, I, I'm, I I feel like well, I know that's not the case, <laughs> but it feels like that's the case for me. Like because I don't talk to them. I, I'm not gonna go into the street and talk to humans, have a conversation with a stranger, and they, if they start talking to me, I'm like, eh. oh, that's <laughs> we are the opposite. Because yeah. I'll go into a coffee shop and be like, hi, what's your name? <laughs> See, you even asked for their name. Like, who cares? They should. They should. Care for, who cares? Who cares? You don't need their name. <laughs> what, you just need the coffee. I'll, in elevators, I'll try to have conversations. Weirdly enough, that's the only place where I'm like, yeah. I'll in elevators, yeah. See, I I get scared in elevators. That's the mm. one place where I'm like, I I won't make a conversation. Like elevator. the person has to talk to me first in an and elevator. And if they do, you you keep it going. Have you ever like walked into an elevator and be like, oh fuck, I really want to talk to this person, but you don't. Oh, <laughs> Wait, actually, I take it back. Uh-huh. I take it. I, I take all of that back. I, I did yeah. meet someone in an elevator. Of course you so did. So I was at VCon. I was at VCon, <gasps> and I was staying at uh, at this like hotel called the Westin. So they were like mm-hmm. putting me up at this like nice hotel, mm-hmm. which was really really kind of my work. Just saying yeah. thank you and shout, shout out Gary, to you, Gary. Shout out Gary. <laughs> and, and so they were putting me up in this really nice hotel, but it happened to be where like a lot of the speakers were at, and so mm-hmm. like. Kind of like talking about the caliber of the speakers. It's like Drew Barrymore, like Neil Patrick Harris, like that sort of deal. Anyways, so I was in the elevator and this guy has a VCon badge. And I'm all like, oh, you're working like VCon too. And he was all like, oh, I'm one of the speakers. And I was like, really? And he's all like, yeah. And I was all like, oh, okay, like that's cool. And we had like a conversation down the elevator. I see him again the next day. And I'm like going in the elevator. He's like, hey, what's up, Noelle? And I'm like, oh my gosh, you remember my name? You remember, and then you remember his? His name's Nate. Nate? Nat. Ooh. Ooh, he's listening to this. Ooh, is he? Oh, sorry. No, he's not. He, he only has Twitter. He only has Twitter? <laughs> he only has Twitter. He's a Twitter guy. Oh, what a nerd. He... <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust people that are only Twitter guys. Oh, wait, if why don't you trust... only have Twitter? That's such a red flag. Are you kidding? If you only have Twitter. Because... I mean, do I even have to? Twitter's like the most toxic out of all the social media. Like, oh, you- Twitter is just hate. It's an app with hate, anger, discussion, and angriness. I like if you only have Twitter, it's because you like you like thrive on that. Instagram is like, oh, look how pretty and better I am than you, which I respect. Yeah, you know, because it's LA, everyone's like that. But only having Twitter, red flag. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> fuck, Mary, kill TikTok, Instagram, <laughs> Twitter. Okay, uh, okay, I know, easy. Fuck Instagram. Of course, fuck Instagram. Instagram is that, look how pretty and beautiful I am. Fuck Instagram. Marry, marry TikTok, because I love TikTok. I know people hate on TikTok, but TikTok is just fun. TikTok is like, hey, do you want to have a good time for the next seven hours? Go go on and kill Twitter, because we don't, Twitter's, I'm, I'm not a Twitter person. I don't like Twitter. Twitter really seems like the, pl- you only use Twitter if you have opinions, which I don't. So that's why I don't use Twitter. <laughs> I'm so dead ass though. Sam, this whole this whole one hour I've been talking to you has been you telling me about your opinions. opinions. Yeah, but like, okay, okay, okay. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Twitter is just if you think your opinions are better than everyone else's, and you need to tell people your opinions to convince them. I have opinions. If you disagree with me, I don't give a shit. You can like go. I I I will gladly speak about my my opinions for an hour, best time ever. If you don't like them. Cool. <laughs> Don't like them. But just I, just so you know, I probably won't care about your opinions either. When people try to engage with me in, like, real conversation, whether it's, like, politics, soccer, whatever, like, anything that they care about, I'm like, cool. 
whatever you say is okay as long as you don't hurt people. And this is how I get canceled. <laughs> With a little wink. Yeah, if, if, this is, if, if this is my last time being on air, I want it to be great. No, you're coming back for sure. I would love to be back. You, you this will, you is will the be back. best. But can it be with the uh, Try Guys? I'll, I'll, I'll finagle one of them to come over. You'll finagle one of the Try yeah, Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I've yeah. met one of them. I, I want all of them to come I want, over. I want I said, all of them sitting all here. All three. All three. Can I be in the middle? Yeah, you can be in the middle. I want to be in the middle. I Do wanna, you want to be in the middle? I will meet them in the back for sure, 100%. I love how you plug my 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 podcast name in. That that's a nice touch. You should do it every single time. That's how you, you need to like make people remember it. You know, so like you have to say like what eight nine times per podcast. That's true, and yeah. I should have said it up front. I think I did. Th you didn't? I think I did. Uh, yeah, meet I said me welcome to meet me in the back. What's this, what? Why is it called meet me in the back? That is a very good question. Has that, has, has that question ever been answered? Be no, it hasn't been answered on the podcast. Been this is yet. The, oh, this is the first time it's met. Oh my god! I, I, now we gotta know. Yeah. Why? What's the story? What's the origin story? Wait, my shirt is falling. <laughs> you shouldn't wear that shirt. No, I love it. It's okay, a scarf sorry. and it ties in the front. Or ties so it's not in, in the, the shirt. <laughs> the shirt is not. Wonder why it's falling. <laughs> <laughs> do you want my jacket? Wait. Do you want it? So you can do this. Wait, I'll, really? Do you want it? Yeah. Okay, I'll take the jacket. Uh, Oscar needs to tell me to be a nice person. Are you Are you gonna put it on like how how people do it on? For, wait, I'll teach you like a little date move. Okay, if you want to be really really nice to uh -huh. a girl, this is what a guy did for me once. Here, let me show you. Okay, no, that's not. This is not how you give a jacket to a girl on a date. I'm preparing you for Tuesday. Okay, ready? Wait, are we like? Oh, like, will we be in this? One? Oh, we can like squat, I guess. <laughs> okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You hold it out for the girl, and then you like put it on. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's, that's why I'm single. That's, I don't know. That's, that's, how, that's, how, that's how you do it. Hell yeah. All right, love it. So on Tuesday, like, if the girl is cold and everything, and she's like, I'm really, really cold, you put you put oh. the jacket on like that, she'll love you forever. Okay. That's how you went over a girl. All right. Should I buy her flowers? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you should buy her flowers. Should I buy her flowers? I'll buy her flowers. Wait, that's so sweet. You're actually going to buy her flowers? Yeah, but, I mean, you told me to, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait, what kind of, what kind of flowers are you going to buy? I was saying, like, like, a little small thing, like, you can carry around. And nothing too big, because it's a karaoke. Just like, hey, I brought yeah. you this. Oh, wait, this is for karaoke? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's the thing. Oh, that's hard, because then... But honestly, I, I don't know. Like, flowers are, are so sweet. Yeah, okay, I'll buy her flowers. But you're you're going to buy her flowers. Yes. Good. And then you have to meet her in the back. And then I'll meet her in the back. Hey, yeah. hey. And going back to the question the you yeah, asked yeah, yeah, me. The story of the name. About meet me in the back. So basically, um, I was trying to think of a podcast name. <laughs> and I went to J chat GPT first and it gave me like 20 horrible ones. Uh -huh. It was all like um, creative people chatting. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Um, and I started thinking about like the real conversations I have in like the back of clubs or like whenever like a guy wants to make out with a girl, they'll be <laughs> like, yo, meet me in the back. Mm. Or or if a guy wants to like fight another person, they'll, they go out into the back alley or even like at my apartment complex. I go in the back alley and I I live above a restaurant. Yeah. And so I hear all the tea literally in that back alley and this podcast is about interviewing like up and coming, yeah, yeah rising yeah. stars. Hey, why do you have me then? Because you are a rising star. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, okay. Like whether you. you're a creative, like a video editor, or mm -hmm. like you are a creator. You you like film, you mm -hmm. edit, you concept videos. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or or like you're you're trying to be like not trying to be, or you are like mm -hmm. an up and coming like influencer, or you're like in. In music, like I had Tali on, who mm -hmm. was like an audio engineer for like fucking Bad Bunny and yeah. shit. 
Um, and then like Brandon, who's like was on Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. So Hi. so having all of these like very creative people that I know on and having like honest, transparent conversations about like their career and their come up, mm-hmm. um, which happens like those the kinds of conversations that happen like at the back of clubs, the back of places. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. and also um, backstage too. So then it kind of ties back to like my own performance career of like having these like honest conversations like backstage and so that's why it's called meet me in the back and it has a little spice to it and i'm a little spicy mm-hmm. like my shirt almost my scarf almost mm-hmm. fell your scarf, off yeah, your shirt like <laughs> shirt are you kidding me my right. scarf almost fell off like five times but nothing happened so you know we made it through the whole episode thank you for yeah. giving me your jacket that was I, great yeah, that was, was like the one nice thing you did the for me today. one nice thing i'm willing to do and wasn't it wasn't my idea it was oscar telling me to do it that's true shout <laughs> out to oscar, shout out oscar. <laughs> okay. can we clap for oscar Woo. yeah he literally dealt with us for Oscar's over for an hour also. <laughs> <laughs> all right um oh wait one last thing where mm. can people find you on social media oh my god please please follow me i would i really want to get more followers <laughs> like i'm actually asking everyone listening to this please follow me i need it it's the schmoopy spelled the s-h-m-o-o-p-y please like actually pause the fucking video go onto your instagram open it up and follow me i really want more followers <laughs> i really do you know i'm gonna do a whole video edit sort of for that mm. Please, yes, yeah, yes, I yes. I, I need you. followers. I mean, people, like, we live in LA. People judge you based on your follower account, and I don't have enough. I and really he need needs more. another date I if this date doesn't go well. Yeah, exactly. How am I going to find so how, are you, how are you going to find a date? How are without you more flex? followers, please give me more followers. We live in LA. Help please, him out. Please give me more followers. Please. Please. <laughs> um, and with that, thanks for being here. If you You're DM me, I'll answer. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Slide into please anyone. You don't have to be a girl or anything. Just do it. We can have a conversation. I'm down. I'm chill. Yeah, you can meet meet Sam in the back. Yeah, of my DMs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, full circle. I meet love him it. In the back. Uh, this was the best, most fun ever experience of my life. You know you're coming back, right? I hope I am. No, no, no. You're coming back in like three weeks. I'm so down. I'm so down. Okay. I'm game. All right, I love this. Okay. Thanks Did for you? everything. Okay. Bye. bye. You you don't have an outro. No. You need an outro. Well, okay, what's my outro? Oh, you want to help me think of an outro? Let's think of an outro. Uh, bye bye. <laughs> no, <they're... laughs> that's horrible. It's off. Bye bye. And remember to meet me in the back. <laughs> oh, have you heard my theme song yet? Yeah, theme song. You've have you never watched an episode? Nope. Oh my I've god! Never, Why did I have I've you on? Never listened to a single. I should. I will. You should have. I will. See, I had you on for a whole hour, and you haven't watched a single episode. You haven't nope. seen my theme song. Nothing. And my outro. I do have an outro, and it has a theme song. Sing, sing, sing it. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Just play the outro. No, sing it. <laughs> sing it. I'm not singing my outro. <laughs> sing it. <laughs>